Greetings and welcome to the Hypnosista podcast. I'm Gina Golden, also known as the Hypnosista. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and hypnotherapist in private practice located in Atlanta, Georgia. This podcast was created to provide you with education and information about the power of your amazing mind and how to use it to transform your life. In this podcast, my hope is to demystify and take that scary aspect out of hypnosis so you can better understand this very complimentary tool to healing. Please keep in mind that this podcast is not meant to replace or interrupt any medical or mental health care or treatment that you are currently receiving or seeking. Okay, so I do have a little cold today, just a little sniffles. I think the springtime is near and I normally don't have um, allergies, but I I have a little bit of sniffling going on, so please pardon me. Okay, today's episode, we are talking about test anxiety. Is that a real thing? Test anxiety, exam stress, right? People call it all kinds of things. Um, But let's talk a little bit about what that is, right? So let me first start by saying that anxiety in general, anxiety disorders, are they're quite common in adults and children. In fact, about 18% of adults and 25% of adolescents between the ages of 13 and 12 will experience anxiety. And this is according to the National Institute of Mental Health. So test anxiety can be defined as a combination of physical, emotional, mental, physiological, over arousal, feeling of worry and dread, right? Um, Just deprecating yourself, self-deprecating thoughts. You're just putting yourself down. You're thinking negative thoughts. You have body tension, muscle tension, right? You have symptoms in your body that occur, stress in your stomach, headaches, sweating, um, nervousness, um, jittery, feeling jittery in your body, right? Um, some people's hands sweat, some people's forehead sweat, some people's underarm sweat, some people feel nauseous. Some people feel like they want to faint. Um, it can go from very small, simple symptoms to very extreme symptoms. And typically people with test anxiety where they have extreme stress right before or during a test, it usually dissipates or disappears or goes away right after the test. And that's one of the major indicators we can um, we can use to determine if someone actually has test anxiety because it actually starts to go away after the test event. So is it real? I say yes. Um, Why do I say yes? I say yes because I had test anxiety. Not only did I have test anxiety, but I work with tons of clients who have test anxiety. And they tell me what they experience, right? And it's real. It's not a made-up thing. It's not a made-up symptom or disease or disorder, and I'm not giving it that title. I'm not saying it is a disease or disorder, but it is a real thing. And what it is, is it's more of a situational type of anxiety, right? It's only going to pretty much show up when you're taking a test. Um, You can't really say you have test anxiety all day, every day, and you're not really taking a test or you're not studying for a test or you're not even thinking about taking a test, 
right? We we typically look at test anxiety when the an actual test is on the horizon. You know, we're preparing, we're studying, we're about to do it, or we're actually doing it. So um, there are some causes, right? Why do people actually have test anxiety? And why do some people, some people don't have test anxiety and they never have test anxiety? Others have very small levels of stress and anxiety right before a test. And that's absolutely normal. In fact, it's good to have a little bit of stress, right? Because the stress actually can propel us forward. It can make us do stuff. It can push us through our fear. It can push us through our worry. So a little bit of stress, you know, is definitely healthy and is well needed. We need stress to propel us forward in almost every area of our lives, whether it's public speaking or going on a job interview or going on a date, right? All of those things can conjure up some stress in us and it's absolutely normal. The body is reacting in the way that it should. But test anxiety can take it to another level, right? A fear can well up in your mind, causing you to stop, stop dead in your tracks, to not move forward, to not take any action. Some people have a fear of failure. So they avoid the test because if they take the test, they may, they may fail, right? So that fear could be very real to them. And we know that there's a 50% chance that you could fail and a 50% chance you can uh, pass. In fact, your odds can go up if you prepare for the test, if you study for this test, if you schedule and plan out your, your studying schedule, if you eat right, if you do a lot of things you could do for your body and your mind and your spirit, you actually increase your odds. Instead of 50-50, it can actually go to 70-30 or 90-20. I mean, sorry, 90-10 or um, 80-20, whatever. It can actually propel it forward and your odds can increase. But when you have a feel, fear of failure, you almost think your odds are, you know, maybe 2%. You may, you may actually pass. You know, so you begin to conjure up unrealistic statistics in your mind. Some people have a fear of failure because they have failed tests before. They have failed quizzes, exams, other tests that were important to them. And so the mind will remind you. Your brain is designed to kind of remind you of past failures. And we'll go into why the brain does that. But for now, it does. It conjures up memories, images, experiences and you may actually have a physiological experience of the failure that you once experienced previously sometimes the pressure to pass is so overwhelming that people are afraid that if they fail they'll disappoint others they'll disappoint their managers their supervisors their spouses their children their colleagues and so the fear can be debilitating. You know, we live in a society that says win, win, win. And so if you fail a test, you could then feel like the opposite of a winner. You could feel like a loser. 
And so what do you do? You don't do anything at all. So many people that have a fear of failure, they just won't move. They won't take the necessary steps because the fear of failure is real to them. Other people fail because they lack preparation, right? Um, You know, even Benjamin Franklin said, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail, right? Uh, We know that the less you prepare, the more you increase your chances of having test anxiety. So when you don't feel prepared, your body starts to react in that way as well. Your brain starts to get very anxious because it knows that you haven't done what you needed to do to prepare for the test. And then these can, this lack of preparation or this anxiety actually can lead to self-sabotaging behaviors, right? So you sabotage yourself by not prioritizing uh, your study habits, not creating prep time, not creating or sticking to a schedule, not preparing your notes, not gathering your materials and the tools that you may need. And you may further sabotage yourself by studying in places that are not conducive to learning, such as um, going to a noisy environment or studying with friends that distract you or studying in bed, which we could talk about at another time. But that is a big no-no, studying in bed. So test anxiety um, has many causes um, another cause is comparison, uh, comparison, like comparing, comparing yourself to others. We know that comparison is the thief of joy. So constantly comparing yourself to others who may have passed the exam, that just lowers your self-esteem and decreases your motivation. It makes you feel really bad about yourself. And we are in a society that loves to compare themselves to others. And we can't help it because there's so many ways in which we have access to what other people are doing. The number one is social media, right? We see other people celebrating their successes and their wins. And so naturally, we want to compare ourselves to them. And then we want to question, why isn't it happening to me? What are they doing that I'm not doing? Are they smarter than I am? Do they have more support, knowledge, information, training? We start to compare. And that just puts you in a downward spiral of feeling inadequate and worthless. Right? Um, Some of us, the reason why we have test anxiety is because we feel stuck and we procrastinate. Right. A lot of people suffer from procrastination. I'm sure you know many people who do and you might be that person yourself. Procrastination causes you to feel immobilized or stuck in a rut. You might feel like you're just literally and physically unable to move forward toward your goal. You put things off for another day, for another time, for a better environment. You just Find an excuse to put things off. You find something else to do instead of what you need to do. Right? You just don't make taking this exam, this test, a priority for you. (laughs) 
And a lot of times people don't give a procrastinator the compassion that they need. They blame them and they make the procrastinator sink deep, deeper into their procrastination activity and behavior. So sometimes when we feel stuck, we just feel like we're knee deep in quicksand, you know, like we just we're trying to pull our legs up out of this sticky mud. We're trying, but as we pull our legs up, it just seems to pull us further down. And so what do you do in those situations? If you feel like you're stuck in an elevator, stuck in jail, stuck in quicksand, do you fight it? Or do you succumb to it? Many people just succumb to it and say, you know, every time I try to make a move, I get pulled. I get sucked right back down. So I'm just going to stay put. I'm not even going to move forward. Right. And one of the biggest culprits to test anxiety is negative thinking. Self-limiting beliefs. How many of us have that? So many people have that. And I believe that that's one of the largest factors um, responsible for test anxiety. It's just a huge factor. No one can see your thoughts. So people really don't know what you're thinking. Only you know what you're thinking. You may project out into the world that you're positive and confident. And so people can't understand why you didn't pass the exam. Why, do you, why didn't you pass the test? You look so confident. You look so self-assured. But they don't know what you're thinking on the inside. They don't know the unconscious mental program that you have going around in your head. They just don't know that. They don't know that your self uh, inner talk is destructive. They don't know that your inner critic is beating you up and doubting you and reminding you of all your past negative experiences with tests. No one knows that but you. And so that part of you has to be healed in order for you to elevate out of this test anxiety, right? So again, test anxiety is a very real thing for people that experience it. People that experience test anxiety need much more than you got this girl, you can do it. If I did it, you can do, do it kind of mentality. And that's what a lot of people with test anxiety, they get that from their well-meaning friends. Don't get me wrong, your family and friends, they are really trying to help you. They want to see you succeed and they're doing the best they can by affirming you and encouraging you and being your best cheerleader. But they may not understand the mental blocks that you have. They may not understand the realness in which you are experiencing a physiological response to this anxiety, this type of anxiety. You know, they may want you to shake it off, get over it. And you may need to be heard. You may need someone to realize that this is a real thing for you. This is not made up. I understand it. I had test anxiety myself. And I don't know if it ever goes away 100%. But you can definitely learn how to manage it. You could definitely use tools to get you out of this deep, downward spiral of thinking and feeling and being when it comes to test anxiety, right? It takes patience. It takes understanding. It takes um, self-assessment and introspection to know what works for you. 
you may need to do a more holistic approach to to your care. Do something to care for your mind, for your body, and for your soul and spirit. That's what I did. And that's what I teach others to do. In fact, I currently have a program on tapping or EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique. And tapping is all about figuring out and using your body and your brain to lessen the stress and the anxiety of whatever is bothering you. I currently have a program, an online program for tapping for test anxiety. And it's a a video and you get to see me tapping on my own self. And I encourage you to tap right along with me. It's a shared experience. And then we will process what you're feeling. I'll teach you how to assess yourself. And this powerful but simple technique can help alleviate the stress, the worry, the doubt, the fear, the self-sabotage that you may be experiencing about your test, about this important examination that you are attempting to take. So if you're interested, just um, email me or find me on uh, Facebook or even my website, right? My, my email is info at innercoachhypnotherapy.com. My website is www.innercoachhypnotherapy.com. And my Facebook page is called uh, www.facebook.com forward slash innercoachatl. So hopefully this segment has been helpful on test anxiety. I think I definitely will come back on and talk a little more about that. I do want to say that um, some of my clients, I coach them. I do coaching for test anxiety and then other clients. We do more of a deeper psychotherapy process in which they actually come into my office or do some online counseling in my local state where we have to kind of uncover some deep-seated, unconscious beliefs um, before we can really deal with the test anxiety. Some of my clients need that level of care. So I do have um, in-office sessions as well as online coaching sessions as well as um, online trainings and webinars. So... Um, Maybe another episode I'll talk about how hypnosis can help with test anxiety. That will be one of my next ones coming up. So in the meanwhile, I am going to go. It is um, a beautiful spring morning in Atlanta, Georgia. I hope wherever you are, the sun is shining and the birds are chirping like it is for me. And I want you to have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. And I will see you soon. Peace and love. Take care.